Welcome to this week's podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. For more info about Freedom Church, visit hellofreedomchurch.com. Well, good morning. Good morning. It's just wonderful to have all of you here present. I want to welcome everybody online. Thank you so much for joining us, whether it's here in, in Grand Forks, East Grand Forks area, maybe around the region, or who knows, across the country, world. We don't know, but anyway, it's so great to have you today. We've been going through a series of sermons entitled, This is the Kingdom, and for me, I probably say this about every sermon series, but this is probably one of my favorite, to be honest. Uh, and the Lord has really been teaching me so much about the kingdom of God. And for these last weeks, we will actually begin in January looking at prayer uh, from Matthew chapter 7, ask, seek, and knock. Now the last couple of weeks looking from Matthew 5, talk where it says, you are the salt of the earth. And then in verse 14, he says, you are the light of the world. And I, I was thinking about it. Notice the words that he uses. You are the salt of the earth. That's a pretty broad, far-reaching term. Not just of our community, but of the earth. And then he says, and you are the light of the world. Both of those terms, salt of the earth, light of the world, are really broad, far-reaching terms. And being a part of the kingdom of God, pursuing the kingdom of God, involves far-reaching impact. So being a part of the kingdom of God, does it involve our families? Yes. Being a part of the kingdom of God, does it involve our neighborhoods and our communities? Yes and yes. Does it involve, as we think about, like, you know, Grand Forks County or Polk County or in Minnesota, does it, does being a part of the kingdom of God, does it, does it involve reaching those areas? And absolutely. However, when Jesus talked about it, he says that, that this, it, it's, it's salt of the earth, light of the world, that there's this broad, far-reaching impact. And as I was thinking about it, I thought of how the different things that Jesus taught us. I think of Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. Jesus said, and this is something that we always refer to as the great commission, but Jesus says he came up, he spoke to his disciples, and he said this, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, therefore go make disciples of what? Of all nations, of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you, and lo, I will be with you always, even to the end of the earth. In Mark 16, 15, Jesus spoke this. He says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creature, to all creation. I think of Acts chapter one, verse eight, and this is again just before the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And so this is what Jesus was thinking about in the outpouring of the Holy Spirit when it came. And we see that, that then, then walked out in Acts chapter 2 verses you know, 1 through 4 and then those, those that, that beyond what happened. But in Acts 1 he says this, you are going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria. And he puts this on the end. And even to the remotest the very furthest parts of the earth, and I love it, and that is this, that our calling is to the nations of this world and to the remotest parts of the earth. Again, is it to, is it to you know, Grand Forks? Yes. Is it to Grand Forks County? Yes. Is it to, to Crookston? Yes, absolutely. In Polk County? Absolutely. But is it beyond that? Absolutely. Yes, to, to the nation and to the remotest parts of the earth. That's our calling. That's exactly what God has called us to, to, to be. And if we really want to be like engaged in the kingdom of heaven, and like, God, what's he calling us to? I believe that he's, he's, he's directing us, he's teaching us. We have to have this far-reaching vision. Like, what, God, what are you calling us to do to partner with you in your purposes and in your plans? 
I like what Keith Green said. Keith Green was a, a well-known uh, Christian uh, recording artist, uh, passed away a number of years in a plane crash, but he said this. He said, if you don't feel a specific call to America, what makes you think that the Lord has not called you to another nation of this world? Now think of that. Who knows what God is calling us to? And so our calling, our calling as a follower of Jesus is to the nations, it's to, to, to the earth, to the world, salt of the earth, light of the world. It's to the nations, the remotest parts of the earth. And so how do we respond? How do we respond to that? There's three ways. And Mary and I talk about it different times, and we call it the big three. Pray, give, and go. Pray, give, and go. The, the, the big three. Number one is pray. Our response to the needs of the world and being a part of the kingdom of God, first of all, it involves prayer, okay? Pray. We can do a lot of things other than pray, but we won't accomplish much until we first pray. Jesus said in Mark eleven seventeen. The context of this verse is that, that Jesus comes into the temple and as he's there in the temple, there's money changes and they're buying and selling, you know, and, and probably there's a little bit of extortion going on. They're taking from the people. And he comes in there and he says, he begins to overturn the tables and say, this, this shouldn't be taking place in, 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 the, in the house of God. He says, my house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations, for all the nations, but you've made it a robber's den. And I think that, that, that that's, that's what this is. That's what this is. This place, Freedom Church, Grand Forks, Freedom Church, Crookston, what God ordained it to be is a place of prayer for all the nations. I believe so strongly that that's on the heart of God. I remember the first church that, that Mary and I pastored. It was in South Dakota, a small town, 600 and some people uh, there in that community, and very, very rural, very agricultural uh, community. And I, I remember when we came to that church, the, the pews, uh, they, they, were, they were angled a little bit, so all angled in facing to uh, the platform. And in the very back corner of the sanctuary was this bulletin board. And on the bulletin board, it had all these little certificates of every missionary that that church supported. And there was a number of them uh, all around there. But the only way that you could get to that bulletin board to even see, uh, you know, these missionaries and who was supported was, was there was probably about a space this big between the wall and that last uh, pew, that bench that you had to kind of like slide between to get in. And once you're back there, then you had a little bit of space you could look at it. And I remember one morning, just as I was just in prayer and looking at that, I really felt the Lord say, Nathan, that needs to be reprioritized. You shouldn't have to like try to wiggle between a pew and, and, and this wall to be able to see like what the kingdom of God is, about, about the, the missionaries that we supported. So what I did, we had a, a lady in the church, Cheryl, that was very creative and very crafty, and so she made these ribbons, and on the top of the ribbon put a bow, and we took three of those missionary plaques and we hung them, one or three on each ribbon, and we put them between all the different windows. I don't know, we probably had... I don't know, maybe six, seven different ribbons and probably 18 to 20 uh, different missionaries in those plaques. And we put them across the walls of the sanctuary to remind us, like, this is what we're about. And then at times in prayer, we would say, guys, we're gonna hit the wall. And as a congregation, we would leave our, our pews where we we're seated and we'd go to the wall and we'd look at those, even, not only on a Sunday morning, but also at prayer meetings. And we'd say, God, Lord, may you touch these missionaries. And there's something that I believe that really happened in my heart and happened in our church, and that is there was this reprioritization of like, this is why we exist. 
It's not just about us. It's not just about what's, what's the, the people that I know, but it's about the nameless, faceless people around the world that Jesus Christ died for as well. And so that begins in prayer. So number one, pray. I'm just asking you that you would really see God, like what is it that he would have you or what is the nation he'd have you to pray and maybe you would adopt a nation in prayer. You could just adopt a nation in prayer. You know, that's something that Mary and I have done different times as we've, have we've just taken a, a country of the world. I've, different times have just prayed for China. Mary's prayed for Iceland and different countries that she's adopted in prayer. And so I wanna encourage you, number one, pray. Let's pray. Number two is give. Give. Last Sunday, we handed out our global impact cards. And every year we come to you and we're just saying, we're asking you to make a commitment of, of not only of prayer, but of giving. And so those of you watching online, you can go to our website, www.hellofreedomchurch.com, and on the very homepage, there's gonna be a couple buttons at the very, the very center, and one of those says Global Impact. If you click on that, you'll see a schedule for our Global Impact Week that we just had, but also will take you to our Global Impact Pledge card. And on the back of that card, it talks about the, the, different, the different missionaries, the different mission agencies uh, that, 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 that we support. Uh, here it is. And so it's one thing to pray, but it's another thing to give. And so what we encourage, again, we've been doing this for years. We encourage people to go fill that out. And as those of you watching online, you can fill it out in its entirety uh, and then send it in and we'll get a report of that. And just to really to participate because together as a church, we can do more to impact the kingdom of God than what we could do individually. You can do a great thing, and Mary and I can, can, can do our part, but when we, put, when we join together, there's an incredible force when it comes to the financial impact that we can have of ministries around the world. I was reminded of David when he was going to build an altar. There had been an, a, an incredible pestilence in the land, and people were dying right and left, and so David said, I need to go find a place that I can build an altar. And so he goes, a landowner comes to him and says, David, I'll give to you this land. And David says, thanks, but no thanks. Second uh, Samuel 24, 24, he says, no, I will surely buy it from you because I'll not offer to the burnt offerings to the Lord my God, which costs me nothing. And sometimes if we think global impact is gonna be something like that, it's just gonna fit beautifully into our, our budget, that's awesome, and it may, but there may be, God may be calling us as we pray about, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to give? There may be things he's like, when he tells us what to give, like, ah, I don't know how that's gonna work. But this is, this is a, a response of our faith. God, Lord, I wanna partner with you in reaching people, Lord, around this world. God, I want my heart to be linked and aligned with your heart. So God, I'm gonna do what you've called me to do and then allow God to provide the miracles of provision to make that happen. And so again, I would encourage you to pray, give. Here's a way that you can give. And again, you can go onto our website and fill this out. A couple things about this. This is between you and God. Uh, nobody checks up with you. This is, this is not a tithe. This is over and above the tithe. Uh, tithe goes to provide for all the needs of our local family, the local church family. Uh, and then as well as if you could designate when you do give throughout that year, maybe it's a weekly a pledge amount, maybe it's a monthly, maybe one time, but we really encourage you to do that. Last year as a church, collectively, we gave 90, over $97,000, which is like, wow, that's a lot of cash. But that's what the Lord enabled us to do. And this year, we certainly want to go beyond that. So there's the pray and give. And then the third 
thing. How do we impact joining with the kingdom of God? That's the go. The go. Uh, in basketball, uh, so a lot of you played basketball, so this is nothing new, but there's a really basic play, a strategy, if you could call it, called the give and go. And the give and go is that the person with the ball maybe is at the top of the key or they could be on the side, it doesn't matter, but, but they're on the offensive side of the court, they have the ball, and they give the ball, they pass it to a teammate. And then rather than just standing there, looking to see, now I wonder what's gonna happen, rather they're very intentional about moving towards the goal, towards the basket, and so they give the pass, they, 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 they do a bounce pass or a chest pass or whatever to another uh, teammate, and then they make a step and they begin to go to the basket, to the goal, and as they make that go, the person they pass the ball gives it to them, it's called the give and go. Again, it's, it's really just a basic, uh, a, a basic uh, basketball play, but I tell you what, there's been a lot of points sport, uh, scored in a lot of games because of the give and go. By go, I think it really relates so well to global impact. It's really great to give, but if after giving, all we do is sit idly by and like, now what are we gonna do? Let's just watch and see how things develop. I think it's much more impacting if we say, but now I'm going to be intentional to drive to the goal, to drive to the goal. That's the go part. And so we go by being intentional about sharing our faith with those around us. We go by being intentional about seeking his kingdom first. That's how we go. Uh, but I wanna take this just a step farther. But, but before I do, let me just say this. Like, what is God calling you to do today? In your community, in your neighborhood, with your family, what's that go look like? We're gonna, we're gonna pray Okay, number one, we're gonna give global impact, but then if, if it just ends there, that's not what God, God wants us to do, has so much more plans for us, so now, uh, than just that, now it's the go part, and so where is God calling you to go? But the step farther is this, I was just recently in a meeting with a, a number of pastors, there was I think maybe nine other pastors, uh, with myself, and we were just uh, talking. Uh, there was an individual from a Bible college that was there, and he had brought up a discussion point. He said, talking about how many pastors, uh, how many pastors, he said to us, how many pastors does your network need uh, each year? And so we, we began kind of working on this formula. How many pastors do we need? Came up with this number. He said, this is the number of pastors that we would need annually to fill the churches of, of, of our, of our uh, fellowship. Like, okay, how's that gonna happen? And we realized something, we realized, and, and this is not something that's new, obviously, to any of us, but there is really a shortage of full-time vocational workers, those that have a calling into ministry. In fact, as we were talking, one of them shared that in a neighboring state, in their fellowship of churches, within 10 years, 55% of those churches will not have a pastor because of the shortage of pastors. As I began to think about that, I began to think about a book that I, I, I went to, uh, I think it was a, a library with a, a, a book sale or was a, a secondhand store somewhere and I picked up this book, something about, uh, I have it at home on my shelf, but it's called something like The Future of Church Leadership. And this book was written around the, the early 1900s. It was before 1910, if I remember. And this book, it says the biggest challenge that the church faces, this is 1900, the biggest challenge the church faces is the lack of workers. 
It's the lack of workers and pastors that will go. And then I begin to think about Jesus. In Matthew chapter 9, 38, as he looks around, he says, the harvest is plentiful. There's so much need. The harvest is so plentiful. He says, but the laborers are few. Therefore, beseech, beseech, cry out to the Lord that he would send out workers into his harvest. Yes, we need to pray. Yes, we're gonna give. Uh, but you know what? There's something so powerful about going. And so today, we're gonna go into our communities we're gonna go you know, to, into our workplaces, wherever it is that God's called us to. But I, I, just, I just have this thought today, that maybe God is calling you to full-time vocational ministry. And you're like, man, I don't know how that's gonna happen. I don't know how that's gonna work, just financially or practically. Or, I, I don't know all that either. But I know that God really responds to our openness and to our surrender and saying, God, I don't know how this will work, but God, I'm asking that you would just speak to my heart. And God, I will go where you want me to go. I'll say what you want me to say. I'll do what you want me to do, God. But I'm all in in this. And so what I wanna do, we're gonna wrap it up. In fact, Andy, if Andy's gonna come back to the, uh, to the front and just begin to play. And then after that, we're gonna lead us just in a song today. Uh, I'm gonna ask you just to just encourage you to pray for the nation's or of the world, and it doesn't have to be every, all 200 and some of them, but maybe just what is the one nation? What is that one nation? So let me just take a moment to pray about that. So Father, Lord, what is that nation that you'd call us to, to, to pray about? Lord, how about for myself? But Lord, the people that are, that are here, that are watching online, Lord, today, Father, this Sunday, Lord, what is, what, is, what is the nation that you would want us to pray for in Jesus' name? I'm asking that you would speak to us concerning that, oh God, and then that throughout this year, we would engage in that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I pray, oh God. But then you also have the global impact card, and so I want to, what is God calling you to give? What is he speaking to? So what we're gonna do, uh, Andy's gonna lead us in a song, and then when we're done, uh, then it's gonna ask you to go online. Again, hellofreedomchurch.com, and in it, the, a button on the middle of the page, you can click on that, and then uh, on Global Impact, fill out that card, and submit it, and we love, 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 love just to be able to partner together with you. So to pray about that and to be obedient, what's God telling you to do then just to do that? But then also think about thirdly is this, what is God calling you to do with your life? And if you feel God is calling you, just in whatever, what, what does the goal look like in your life? Pray, give, go, what's the goal look like? I don't know what it may be, but well, Lord, Let's just pray. Father, we come to you today. We open up our hearts to you in Jesus' name. Father, speak to us concerning the nation you'd have us to pray for. Lord, the give part, what you'd have us to give, and then the go part, what does that look like? And Father, for those that are feeling a call, Lord, into just to be a pastor or missionary, Lord, whatever that may look like, oh God, speak to them, I pray. In Jesus' name, Lord, we make room for you today. We make room for you in our lives. We've got a heart to hear from you. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we love you today, and we bless you, God, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this week's message. To stay connected with us, visit us on our website, or check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Hello Freedom Church. Have a great week.